Hey guys, Ms. Bahawk here. Thank you so much for joining me today and welcome back to the show. So if this is your first episode, um, welcome to the Airborne Mind family. Um, I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen and I hope you walk away with something useful. If you have been with me from the very beginning or this is your second, third, 10th, 20th episode, um, I value your time, your energy, your attention, your ears and your support uh, beyond belief because without that, we would not be here. So once again, thank you so much. If you have a couple minutes and you want to support the show, please head over to iTunes and leave a review with your thoughts. You have no idea how much that helps in terms of the rankings, uh, getting more interesting guests on the show, and helping me continually uh, improve my craft. The second thing that I would love to point you to is theairbornemind.com. If you are somebody who is looking for accessory work uh, to supplement your training, whether you do daily class wads, whether you are a coach or an athlete, beginner, intermediate, advanced, um, if you are looking to supplement your training with accessory work that does not take you an hour long, that's maybe 20 to 30 minutes, and is specifically focused on things like handstand push-ups or pull-ups or shoulder stability or pistol squats, head over to theairbornemind.com and uh, we've got three day samples uh, for each of our programs there. Um, this is something I've been working on, refining, testing over and over and over until I felt confident in, in bringing it out to you guys. So um, please, if you want to support the show, head over to theairbornemind.com. Check it out. You won't be disappointed. Now, today's podcast episode is brought to you by audible.com. So if you enjoy podcasts and you feel like you learn, you grow, and you expand your thinking uh, through listening to podcasts, you would probably enjoy audiobooks as well. And uh, there is a list that I compiled of all the recommendations from previous guests and ones that I may have thrown out here and there um, at the airbornemind.com forward slash reading list. So if you're looking for, you know, a new book to dig into, you know, regardless of what area it might be in, um, head over there and, and see if something is relevant to you. Um, and you can dig in uh, and get a 30-day free trial and a free audiobook from audible.com there as well. So once again, theairbornemind.com forward slash reading list. Today's the day. This is the second ever solo podcast episode, and it is something that I would like to start doing consistently every single week. It's going to be a little bit shorter, it's going to be a little more digestible, and it's going to allow me to riff on a variety of topics. Um, I realized after receiving a message from a listener that was very genuine, very authentic, and came to me at exactly the right time. Um, she requested a second podcast episode that was shorter, that was simply connecting the dots between a lot of the things I'm learning and um, honestly just riffing on a variety of topics. It's something that I had been contemplating for a very, very long time, but I used every excuse in the book to not do this series, and I've kind of run out of excuses, and she kind of inspired me to uh, get on it. So this is actually my second take at recording this episode. About a week and a half ago, I recorded it, and it was about 30 minutes long, um, and so I figured, okay, let me take another crack at it. Let me try to be a little more efficient uh, and try to provide some value. So on that note, what I would like to dig into this week is the base of any type of goal setting uh, that happens. Goal setting is something that is widely talked about. It's something, uh, it's something crucial if you want to make progress or have success in any facet of life, health, wealth, love, 
happiness, whatever it is for you that you are chasing, goal setting, setting deadlines, figuring out actionable items, uh, these things are all important. But something that was recommended to me by James Fitzgerald when he was on the show was a book called The Values Factor. And for whatever reason, it really intrigued me and I ended up uh, reading the book. I actually still have not finished the entire book, but just the first and second chapter alone, I think are, you know, uh, beyond valuable. Like you, I, I, I decided to let it marinate because there's 13 questions that you go through. You list three examples for each of these questions in the first chapter. And I realized I didn't want to rush it. I wanted to really sit with it make sure that I chose the right answers and see how this kind of played into my own life before uh, digging deeper into the book and before openly kind of uh, talking about it. So uh, something to get clear on is that the uh, word values is something James uses interchangeably with priorities. And he said he uses priorities because values seems to turn some people off. It might give off the notion that we are talking about uh, morals or, you know, I don't know, some religious or political things that uh, tend to discourage people from, you know, digging into the book. But I'm here to tell you that that is not what the values factor is about. Instead, what it does is tries to give you an objective approach to figuring out what is actually most important to you. So social idealisms are something that we think we should do, right? It's something that uh, society believes that should be our value or should be our priority. And a lot of times we fall into the trap of, you know, saying it just to sound good. Like, you know, going to church every week is a uh, huge value of mine. You know, spending time with uh, with family is a huge value of mine. But then you have to look at these questions And what's nice about it is that it allows you to objectively figure out, okay, are you spending your time supporting these values? Are you spending your energy, your thoughts supporting these values? Um, And if not, you know, where is, where is the inconsistency? And what I've found is you will be 10 times happier and 10 times more fulfilled when you go through these questions, you take some time, you sit down, and you actually figure out the answers to them, and then start to set your goals or do whatever else you need to do uh, after this, right? Authentic action will be inspired once you figure out uh, the hierarchy of your five values. So let me give you the 13 questions that you want to go through, and this is something you will have to revisit when you're not driving or doing something else, uh, and actually write it down. So that's actually what I'm looking at right now. It's a little sloppy, so bear with me. Um, But once I give you these 13 questions, you are going to take uh, three, you're going to list three examples for each of these questions. Okay, so let's go. Number one, how do you fill your personal and professional space? I wrote phone, laptop, books. Number two, how do you spend your time? Which three actions do you truly spend your time on most? Number three, how do you spend your energy? Which three actions do you spend your energy on? How do you get your energy? Number four, how do you spend your money? Number five, where do you have the most order and organization in your life? Number six, Where are you most disciplined, reliable, and focused? 
Number seven, what do you think about? And what is your most inner dominant thought? Number eight, what do you visualize slash realize? Which three outcomes are you mostly uh, visualize? Okay, sorry, let me repeat that. What do you visualize slash realize? Which three outcomes are you mostly visualizing slash realizing? Number nine, what is your internal dialogue? What do you keep telling to yourself about the most? Which three outcomes of how you would love for your life to be do you talk to yourself about the most? Number 10, what do you talk about in social settings? What are the topics that you keep wanting to bring to the conversation? Something no one has to remind you to talk about. Number 11, what inspires you? What inspires you now? What has inspired you? What has inspired you in the past? Who inspires you? What is common amongst the people who inspire you? What are the three people, actions, or outcomes that inspire you most, and what is common to them? I know that's like 10 different ways of asking the same question, but find what resonates with you there. Uh, Number 12, what are the most consistent long-term goals you have set? And number 13, what do you love to learn about most? So... These 13 questions, I guarantee you that just from doing this exercise, if you list three examples of each, uh, you're going to find that you are repeating a lot of the same stuff, and and that's totally fine. In fact, it is good. So the next step is to list those answers. So after you list those answers, you're going to list each and every one, and you're going to kind of just create tally marks around the ones that keep repeating right? So for me, uh, this one section, how to communicate, right? I ended up one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine times. That was my answer nine times for, uh, you know, some of these questions. It repeated nine times. So I need to tally up all my answers. And once I do that, I'm going to filter them based on frequency, right? So I'm going to list, okay, what are the top five most occurring uh, answers that I have listed? And once I put that down, you know, mine were in the order of uh, 11, 5, 5, and 3. And then an extra one was 4. So then what I did was, uh, you kind of have to refine it again, okay? We're going to have to continually refine this. So uh, what I did was added it all up again, and we have 11, 5, 5, 5, 4. And then we go through a list of these questions. Sorry, I'm actually uh, reading this out of my journal and my writing sloppy, so bear with me. Um, okay, so this next step is you're going to answer these questions and filter it once again, okay? When I have a choice between first and second, which one do I choose? Which one does my life most commonly demonstrate as most important when i have a choice between second and third which one do i choose when i have a choice between third and fourth which one do i choose and when i have a choice between fourth and fifth which one do i choose so based off those questions you may know that maybe some answers kind of shifted for you right maybe that hierarchy changed a little bit so once we figured that out you're going to take another look at it and be like okay does this sound right does it, it does this get me excited does this strike a chord and if not adjust it right the idea here is <clears throat> that 
<clears throat> every three months or so, uh, what you'll do is revisit and based off, you know, whatever you're going through, what you're working on, this stuff is always kind of shifting and changing around a little bit. But now what happens is when you choose your goals or when you choose what actions uh, you should take to chase your goals, when you can connect them to one, two, maybe even three of your values with one action, the more you can do that, the more you can link these things back to your uh, hierarchy, the more uh, happiness, fulfillment, and inspiration that you will have as you are going through this. So let me give you uh, a quick example. So my number one value is to communicate with others in a way that connects slash provides value, okay? Uh, number three is inner peace, and number four is creating art, okay? So it sounds a little bit vague at first, right? But that's fine because now when I think about doing a podcast episode, right? Doing a podcast episode allows me to uh, at least try to communicate with others in a way that connects. It allows me to have inner peace because for me, inner peace is when I'm being authentic, right? And uh, when I'm fully expressing 100% of myself. So it allows me to fulfill uh, value number three. And then value number four is creating art. To me, uh, creating anything, podcasts, blogs, any type of writing, video, whatever, that is all uh an expression of art. So now that I have number one, number three, number four, uh, that is a very high value action item for me. Okay, it's something that I am always uh, fired up to do. It's something I always walk away super motivated, super inspired, and uh, super happy. So that's how you can kind of take these everyday things that even maybe you don't want to do, right? But if you can figure out a way to link it back to this hierarchy of values, um, man, this is this is the integration of systems that James was talking about when he was on the show, right? Being able to view these totally unrelated things and connect it uh, back to, you know, an existing system. And this system is uh, your hierarchy of values. So those were the 13 questions. And I recommend that you just get started with this, right? And if you would like, dig into the actual book. I'm not going to keep giving away parts of the book. Uh, I don't think Dr. John Demartini would appreciate that. So go support him. Go buy the book and um, listen to the entire thing because what happens is he digs into how to use this in every area of your life, right? There are certain topics like, okay, when we try to uh, communicate with other people, right, whether it's your friends, colleagues, your uh, spouse, your family, um, if you are trying to force your values on top of somebody else, that's when, you know, you run into trouble. When you can communicate in according, uh, in accordance to somebody else's values and figuring out what their values kind of are, uh, that's when magic happens, okay? Um, we also talk about, you know, why is it that there's a lot of, uh, you know, there's a lack of happiness and lack of fulfillment is because we are comparing our hierarchy of values to somebody else's hierarchy of values. And when you do that, no matter what action you take, no matter how much success you have, you are never truly fully content or happy because um, you are constantly comparing yourself to somebody else's values, right? So for example, um, you know, let's take a look at somebody who is a CrossFit Games athlete or an aspiring CrossFit Games athlete. They are 
spending hours and hours and hours dedicated to their craft every single day, right? So the progress that they make, the intensity that they can bring to the table when it comes to training, performing, and competing, I mean, I guarantee you when you dig into it, uh, that is probably their number one value or number two value. Uh, when When you peel back the layers a little bit, it is super important to them. When you try to compare your athletic success to somebody else's when in reality if you were to dig into your hierarchy of values maybe it's you know athletic success is number five for you right or maybe it's not even on your hierarchy of values but because you are comparing yourself to somebody else you're never going to be fulfilled with the progress that you make so uh Yeah, I hope you enjoyed this short little segment. I'm sure this kind of went over a little longer than I expected, but um, bear with me. This should get better and better every single week. If you have any recommendations uh, on what you would like to hear more about, you know, don't hesitate to reach out and let me know. And uh, also just let me know your thoughts. Did you like this episode? Did you hate it? Uh, Any feedback you have would be greatly appreciated. Uh, So, go through this exercise. Remember, revisit this episode. You probably were not able to do all that while you were driving or cooking or doing whatever else you're doing. So revisit this episode, sit down, relax, write it all out longhand, and really spend some time with it. I guarantee that you will get massive value out of it. Um, So thank you. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Once again, I highly appreciate the time, the energy, the attention, and the support that you give each and every week listening to these episodes. I hope you were able to walk away with something useful from this one um, or at least entertained by it. One request I have for you is to head over to theairbornemind.com and take a couple minutes, just leave a review with your thoughts. You have no idea how much that would mean to me. Next, please head over to theairbornemind.com, check out the three-day sample programs. Um, You can use this stuff as accessory work to supplement your existing training. Um, Of course, each individual is a little bit different, and so we have um, ones that are specific to uh, pull-ups, if that's something you're working on, one that's specific to handstand push-ups, one that's specific to pistols, shoulder stability. So go see if that is relevant to you. Uh, Once again, that is theairbornemind.com. If you ever have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out. I love hearing from you guys. Um, But thank you so much for joining me once again. Until next time.